Hey y'all. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. Hey. Yes. We have a guest. Right. We have our first guest. So welcome to the She's Gotta Save It podcast. This is a very special episode. We interrupted our regularly scheduled programming to bring in my mom, Mama Tony, to talk Mama to us. It's today. basically all of our mom. Yes. Basically. Yes. basically so ladies before we get into it what is everyone drinking so what are we drinking what are we taking a shot of what's going on raven i am drinking as you guys know usually the rock (laughs) (laughs) the rocket water (laughs) yes there you go um i'm drinking a corona tonight I feel like we never That's actually. That's a Stella, Corbin. Corbin. Oh, it's a Stella. Okay. And I'm very sober. <laughs> I was just about to say, we're always like, okay, this is going to be Thirsty Thursday. And we never actually record on a Thursday. Ever. So, Thursday, Thursday, not Thursday? Oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, perhaps when it comes out, it'll be a Thursday. But yes. we never actually record on a Thursday. So I'm drinking. What are you taking a shot of? Um, I'm taking a shot of Crown. Okay. Ooh, yes, yes Crown. Stella and Crown. Mama. I got a shot of tequila. Okay. Mm. I'm Syrah. Okay. Syrah girls. And for all of our listeners, viewers, Mama Tony is like our certified bartender. She'd be like mixing up the drinks. Our shot queen. Juice. Shot queen. Mm-hmm. What are you drinking? Um, I am doing vodka for huge Tito's and then I'm going to keep it a little classy and do like a glass of Chardonnay as we're recording. Oh, okay. okay. All right. So let's take our shot. Wait, really quick, really quick. We're going to shot to something. Raven has some news. I do. Um, so I have news guys. I am pregnant. I'm just kidding. No. (laughs) 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 Say it again. Say it again. Take off my car. Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, hey. Okay. Shot to Raven pay, fully paying off her, her car and being car loan debt free. No yep. car, no shoddy. Cheers. Cheers. Congratulations. Yeah. So that is such a good way. How much more do you show. have in your snowball? How much more do you have in your snowball? Is it like what what other debts do you have left school and so all I have left is, are those medical bills and, um, student loans. Um, that's about, I want to say, uh, 60,000, but paying off my car rolls, um, about $2,000 back into my budget. Good. Girl, mm-hmm. that so, is exciting. Before we get there though, I'm going to stock my emergency fund just, just a little bit, just like yeah. get a little three months up and then I'm going to go straight to it. But yeah, $2,000 are coming back to us. I'm so, I could cry y'all. Cause that's a lot of money that was going out. <laughs> Um, a month for this pain. Can I borrow a hundred dollars? Just in time for the hot girl summer, too. Uh-huh. Houston, I'm coming. <laughs> lit, it's lit. All right. All right. So let's get into it, ladies. I'm so excited to have this special guest, my mama. So, mama, just give us a quick introduction of who you are and what you do. And give us a little taste, if you want, about like what you would say your financial journey is in like 45 seconds. 
Okay, so Mama Tony, and <laughs> um, I calculated. I've been an account accountant for twenty eight years. Oh wow! I actually started the day I got out of the military. I went into wow. college and got my associate's in accounting, and just bachelor's, just you know, moved on up. And my financial journey is, um, which is I can go into detail a little later, but I always been big on credit your credit score. That's always been my biggest thing. So, and in the job that I had at the time, you always had to have a good credit score to keep your job. Wow. So that motivated you to keep, you know, your credit score up. So, and I like to pay bills and, you know, and you got a plan. It's funny because Jazz, I, I can't remember one of your podcasts. You said, my parents was balling. I was like, how many times did you eat out a week? No, I said that it on no, paper. No, well, I'm just saying, like because we, I cooked every day. You did, because you used to make so, Jerry, what happened? Money. I used to get off at five o'clock and we would be by six. Yes. Wow. So yes. saving money. So when you went to Disney World and here and there, that's where the money was coming from. That's a good tip. Girl, you went to Disney? No, I'm just kidding. Anyway. She right. Did. You I've did been to Disney. I've and they took a friend. In and Tokyo, I and I went to Disney and Florida. And she took a friend. You were rich. And a, you yeah, were they both so had a friend. Rich. Elise had a friend too. But but yes, I mean, I it's all about what you want to do and budgeting. And it's always been that way. Pay bills first. But anyway, that's my overview. And we'll get into it a little bit later. That is a really yes. good point. That's like such it. a good point. Like prioritizing what you actually want to yes. do. And so right. you save money on right. pieces. Mm-hmm. But why accounting? After you got out of the military, why did you go to school? You know what's funny? Even when I was in high school, dating back, they had business classes and record keeping, they used to call it. And I would take it every time. Like I would take record keeping all the time. And it's just numbers. It's funny. I'm like a monk. The monk, (laughs) the show of numbers for some reason it just it's like how people say i see numbers and i can figure out i'm i'm like a cis what do you call it uh fbi cia agent like follow the money i really wanted to go into forensic accounting that's good you can still do that i'm too old but anyway i'm just one of those people i like numbers and i always keep numbers in my head and i'm i see numbers and when i look at them even if i have no clue what you're talking about somehow i'll figure it out Wow. I wish I was like that. I hate numbers. It's it's always been my numbers have been, has been my thing. So that's how I ended up in accounting. I used to do it in school. And I think if I didn't go in the military, I probably would have, I still went the same route. Mm -hmm. Were your parents, did your parents push money or push numbers or anything like that when you were growing up? So my influence on money is actually a bad influence that turned into a good influence. Okay. So I just knew that's not how I wanted to be mm-hmm. with money, which is what drove me to be how I yep. am. And, I, and what I passed on to my kids is money problem. I don't want them. Yeah. So I think I, I feel like I have a similar experience yes. and that's like no shade to my family. It's just me like either. they always we talk about this, like one of the biggest issues in a marriage and in a family ends up being finances. And so yes. that scares me so much. Yes. I'm like. I, I, if there's something that I control, it can be at least my finances, right? At least right. my right. numbers. But even when you're in a family, like everybody has to kind of be on the same page. 
Yeah. If you've got one that's out here doing and you got one out here and that, you know, it's just, it's hard. So you got to kind of meet in the middle yeah. and uh, be on the same page. But I knew that's not the life I wanted to live. Right. So. So thinking about like marriages, like I feel like, like, would you, with one person is handling the finances, like how would you recommend like so that? Works? I have a you tip been- for that. Okay. Yeah. What's the tip? I can't wait. There's always three accounts. Oh, there's the house account. Okay. Your account and his account. Okay. So when you budgeting, you want to budget what your allowance is. I mean, I did this from day one, whether it was $25, that's your $25, your $25, the rest goes in the house. That's one thing we're going to do is pay our bills. Mortgage going to be paid, lights going to be paid, car payment, child care, all that's going to be paid. But you already have that house count. You don't have to worry about going into that money. So when you want to do something extra, whereas you want to go out shopping or you and your girls want to go eat dinner, you got your own account. So that means you need to put percentages on the own account. Can we like, yeah, like how, so how, this is interesting because I'm set up an allotment. The money goes. But like, all right. So what if one person makes way more money than the other person? Like, how do you know which check to take out? How much? Okay. So it's a, we agree on the amount. Okay. So if I say $75 a week, it's $75 a week for both of us, whether I make the most or you make the most. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to come up with a dollar amount that works for your budget. And sometimes mm-hmm. you may have to just say, yes. depending on if y'all decide y'all going to take a trip or go somewhere. I don't think I want my fiance to hear this because we ain't do that. 75. You always got to have three accounts. <laughs> I, so, this so, is so we do. We do have three. We, We're doing he that. He want to go buy some shoes. Yeah. It's go buy the, out the house account. Go buy the yeah. shoes. Yes, but I, we don't um, we don't do the same amount. We do it based on how much we make. We do a per- percentage oh, well, of how much we make because <laughs> mine was looking. Once we started doing it, I said it. I, I was telling them I was only getting like two hundred dollars a month if I'm trying to like keep up with an investment goal, mm-hmm. and I, and that won't enough for me, Mama. But well, see, that. my thing is the investment <laughs> can be built into a house because that's for both of you. That's true. Yeah, so the retirements are the house account. That's yeah. true. When that's I say true. your account, his account, that's your play money. Right. Yeah. That's right. not investment. That's not, right. in, that's your hair, nails, yep. pedicure. We don't that's do it, Raven, but we, we right. budget it out. We don't do it. Right. Right now, but we so just budget it out. Take, if I make a thousand yep. and you make 2000, we still yep. put the We just put it all in the pot. Yeah. That's how and we And it goes out. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we just say like, this is the money. This is our allowance for the month. You yes. get 200, I get 200. You get whatever. Now, if you spend never... your allowance by the end of the month, that's your fault. That's me. Every month. Every month. I got no money. Yeah, take a drink on no that. Money. I'm like, let me borrow $20. Yeah. Exactly. Can I get, can I get 50 of your dollars? Out of your <laughs> like, don't you want to take me to dinner? To your account? Okay. Our dollars are gone. <laughs> but it's yeah. always three accounts. That's all I like that. And it works. That's the only way it works. Because yeah, we're not going to be paying the car payment, the mortgage, or something because you decided to blow the money. So we go a little step further, Mama Tony, and we have a specific bill account. So all of our bills, our household bills come out of this account. And then we have our other joint spending where like groceries come out, like other stuff. Like, so we have some, like we have all of our bills are EFT. So they come out automatically. Okay. Okay. We transfer that amount in that account 
And then we have another card where everything else kind of goes. Then we take that, then that's where we budget that divvy out. So that works for us like prime. You're like further yeah. organized. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we, we have little pockets. You're trying to micromanage. You, you <laughs> yeah, I'm separated crazy. it and separated it. Well, we could have had just one. I'm a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta know my money going. I think and you so, know that's a good thing to know where your money goes. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've I'm getting I'm definitely getting some gems right now because Matt and I just have literally one account, like one joint account. And we we will like we have a big savings. So sometimes we will overdraft and like our savings will be like our safety net, but like we just be like swipe, swipe. So maybe if we separate out our accounts, like that will help prevent some of it. Yeah. So thank you, ladies. I think I'm if definitely you overdraw gonna... your account, then you gotta wait till your allowance come in or whatever's allocated to you to get your account out the nigga because the house is not gonna bail you out. And your yep. savings yeah. should be savings yep. for vacations. Or something coming up that you're going to be doing together. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. Always did it that way. It worked. I like that. All right. So tell us something that you wish you would have known about money when you were in your 20s. So in my 20s, the one thing that I wish I'd have known about would have been retirement. Because I actually started working at 15 and a half. Okay. So retirement I, so if I've been working since 15 and a half I didn't start my retirement fund till I was 27 mm. didn't know had any idea about never thought about how retirement is going to happen until you know mind you I wasn't working a job where I, I could have got an IRA or something like that but just yeah didn't know but can you explain the- can you really quick explain a IRA so the same IRA and 401k you're paying yourself so the difference, your IRA, your 401ks, your tax issues. But the thing is that lowers your income. So when you do your taxes, it lowers your income. So the more you pay into those, the more your income comes down and it puts you in a different, could put you in a different tax bracket. So and the main always- difference, I believe, is that an IRA, you get taxed upfront versus a 401k yes. you get taxed yeah, later on in life you get, yeah. you get taxed afterwards yes yeah and then anybody could open up an ira right yes so i think yes. like that's outside of your employer like anybody yes. could start doing that you could have started doing yes. that at like 18 yeah i could open a thousand dollar ira back back then the only good thing is the way i was brought up and the, what i saw and the way things were i actually had bills at 16 I went and got my own car, brand new car off the Nissan lot with my pay stub. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had a car. And then for some reason, me and my sister decided we both wanted water beds. <laughs> that water beds. <laughs> the waterbed era is so funny to me. We had so the weird. super California Kings that in our room with both of them in there, we could hold hands. That's how much room. <laughs> I, I love this. <laughs> I hate right. water That's bed. what I was doing. I was building credit. Yeah. I had yeah. a waterbed. I had a car payment and I had insurance. Wow. Okay. So loan credit history. Yeah. So if the one thing, I mean, I don't know what happened to the waterbed. <laughs> I went in the military, so I have no idea what happened to the waterbed. I guess my mom took care of it. But yeah, we both had to have waterbeds. Just was in the mall one day and was like, yeah. I think everybody at one point had a water bed. (laughs) I think my mom had a water bed too. My My grandfather literally a month ago just got rid of his 40-year-old water bed. I'm like, they don't even sell them. 
Yeah. Got like a Tempur-Pedic, yeah. but like literally had had that waterbed for four decades. And I'm like, What's I don't understand. Thing? Yeah, my one thing would have been retirement. I would be a lot further uh, sitting real pretty if I just started retiring or adding to a retirement fund. Okay. Or, and yeah. so on that same note, like what is something that you would go back and teach your kids who, that you didn't teach us growing up? What? The listen. listen? <laughs> <laughs> because I've told you all these gems is whether you listen to what the words that were coming out my mouth, <laughs> but I think now they're starting to click. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I definitely. So I do remember when you used to like have me balancing my checkbook. Yep. Do you still do that? Actually, I do. I don't do it on. It's more or less. That's one of my tips too. Is people that eat out at fast food restaurants and go to the grocery store and go to the movies when they give you the receipt. Do you want the receipt? No. How do you know what's coming out your account? They take $12 or did they take 120? Whoop. Whoop. That's a gem, y'all. That's right. <laughs> so you it is. always it's get so your big. receipt. Yeah. And I still do that to this day. So that's my thing. I get my receipt, check my account. It came out, bam, out. So I got a story about a fast food restaurant that was actually doing a little extra taking What's out of people's story? accounts. What's the story? What happened? So went to, the, went to Wendy's got food, paid for it, two charges came out, but I had my receipt. Right. So what's the two charges? So either you were giving away food and had me paying for somebody else, but if you didn't have your receipt and paying attention to your account, what you going to go back and who are you going to talk to? You wouldn't have known. So when somebody say, do you want your receipt? Yes, I want my receipt. And I always say, get the receipt. I need the receipt. Mm-hmm. so now I just check things off that way I keep my receipt once it comes out I take it out in it and when I pay bills I list my bills yep. they come through I x them out and then I know what I got left because when I look at my balance you got to know what you actually have who how many people can actually tell you how much they got in the account right now not many I can't check so I I, I agree with yes. you like if you're not checking your account a lot, especially because transactions don't post immediately, you yes. need to check that account. Like, They're a lot faster than they used to be. And the other thing yeah. is people are smart as far as fraud. So checking your transactions, you can catch something early yep. yeah. when it's pending. I just I actually had it happen to me two months ago. I was out. It was a lot of noise. I have the alert on my phone, six charges from walmart.com. Mm. almost $300. So I blocked my card, got up the next morning. I actually called Walmart and they were able to cancel all the transactions. Wow. And And you know what's scary? All I had to give them was the last four digits of my card number. And they were able to pull them up and it was somebody in Florida. Wow. Wow. And if you weren't tracking those transactions, you would all came out in two days. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have it. I have my credit card set up. Like, if it's over one dollar, then I'll get a text yes. message or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and that's like, how mine is. Mine's ding. I've went to a fast food restaurant and literally they charged me twice, and my phone said ding ding, and I was like, she just charged me twice. Turn around. And the manager was like, I didn't even move out the drive through. Yeah. And the manager was like, Oh no, I didn't. Uh, yes, she did. <laughs> like, <laughs> She was like, oh, we're going to fix it right now. Okay. And the credit came back. I drove off. I love that. I'm that type of person too. Like every, every, 
every, I look at every transaction. I'm like, I will call about everything. A hotel stay, because those charges can be really funky hotel. You never know what's going to be. I will call back and be like, okay, I'm really confused as to just break down the bill for me. Mm, (laughs) Because it's not hard. Yeah. You have to pay attention. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. 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 That's it. Okay. So tell us a crazy story while being an accountant. Well, I don't know to be an accountant. Why everybody always say the accountant steal the money? Every movie you watch, they always say the accountant steals the money. Y'all know the numbers. Y'all, y'all, <laughs> y'all know where to we hide it. Y'all to know what to hide it. We don't be trying to steal the money. We be trying to help you out. Maybe I ain't with the right people. <laughs> <laughs> but oh well, my one crazy story was actually going to be about the fast food restaurant and watching your transactions, but um, just. I don't know. A lot of people in accounting world, a lot of people, accounting makes everything click. Okay. And a lot of people don't realize you leave that piece out. Nothing's going to work. Yeah. So it always comes down to you either call me first, you're going to call me last. (laughs) And then if it ain't right, then guess what? We got to start. You got to start all over. So do you do it when you say you do accounting, do you help people with they're like taxes yeah. or no, you- I've done taxes, but I actually do financial statements. So I'm on the corporate level. So okay. I'm doing balance sheet, income statements, um, analyzing data, uh, reports, yearly reports, pretty much. Sounds stressful. That's what yeah, I feel like in accounting. It's like, if you're one number off, you're like, well, no, you literally my that- mom will be like, it'll be like, 10 cents off and she will not <laughs> stop until that she is balanced and like that 10 cents like yeah does not have play. you watched the movie the accountant because that's who you sound like I, I haven't watched the whole I actually did I watch part of it I think I watched good. part of it but it's such a good movie he'd be like I got the numbers gotta make sense that's you yeah because they know <laughs> my debit and credit normally it's gotta equal so it's somewhere <laughs> So um, I love all of this. You gave us a lot of gems as we've been talking through this conversation, but is there like another top money tip that you would want to share? Um, I think, I think we hit on the first one. It was pay yourself. Mm-hmm. My first one, which is the, his and her accounts or your account, my account. And my other thing is your retirement is, and, and the thing is don't dip into it. Like it's not worth dipping in dipping into it unless it's something like buying a house right but you got to realize you got to make that up somehow Mm -hmm. but it's the last resort like you should like I can honestly tell you I don't look at my I have I don't even look I haven't even looked at my 401k this year just let it rot just let it rot yeah and when I look I'm surprised (laughs) (laughs) like oh that's all mine (laughs) when it comes to um investing so like right now the big thing is individual stocks, cryptocurrency. How do you feel about those things? No, I, I, I guess I'm old school. I ain't with the cryptocurrency, all that. Like you <laughs> got to, I need to put my hands on. I need to put my hands on them gold bars or gold, whatever. No, yeah. I need to know. Yeah. And I even like, I'm, I'm just really getting into investing outside of my 401k. And so I'm learning like, Again, different type of investments, investment accounts. And from what I'm reading is the recommendation is less from individual stocks because that's closer to gambling versus yeah. investing in like index funds and stuff like that. Would you say that's, would that be your recommendation or what do you think? 
I now I have to honestly say I don't do too much individual uh, stocks. I kind of, you know, portfolio kind of got a mix of everything. Yeah. But I that looking at it individually, you can't jump out every time. Like that jumping in and out, like you got to let it ride. Mm-hmm. Like even if Long it goes down yeah, you got, and I think some people just literally change every day. They're in there doing something. And I don't know if it, I don't think it benefits you, but I don't know too much about it either. So I recently purchased some stocks in like Bumble. They went public recently and it hasn't been as good. I'm hoping like long-term, you know, it'll like work out and I've been tempted to just like get rid of it. So this is just a plug. Y'all get up, get on Bumble and like find some love or something, you know, help me out. <laughs> wait you can find friends on bumble too i thought you can find friends okay you know i'm no new friends but y'all go out there and uh, find find (laughs) friends for love on bumble yes (laughs) Uh, all right so wait wait, you had a question yeah it's not really a question it's just like i mean you gave advice but like for all of the people out there, especially the Black women who are not talking about finances in their community with their mom, anything, mm-hmm. you can give them one tip to where to begin, right? Mm-hmm. Like if they're looking for that mother advice, like mom, where do I even start? Um, what would you say to them? And even how to like remove kind of yeah. the shame around like money. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. don't talk about their finances. It's a discussion to have, but I always say start the same way I did with both of my girls like you got if you don't learn anything about money from your parents then what are you supposed to do when you get out there so you got to get them a savings account like jazz and they had a savings account when they were little and built up and then when they got 18 switched over to their name got them a little card so they can learn about using the money then to a credit card to a loan like you got to help you got to help them but if you don't know there's a lot of financial institutions that have financial literacy classes mm-hmm. to go to and just listen and you never you're gonna get something, you know, right. budgeting, just even just keeping a record of your, they still have the books to keep your checkbook, they you do. know, the registers. And you could do it with a savings account. But it, I, I say have the conversation, find something, because I, I actually hear a lot of because your podcast, what y'all doing, I got a couple kids that I gotta put on to it. Cause you just, yeah. it's just the early, you know, about it and the things that you would do. I never forget when I got my first credit card, it was actually American Express. Ooh. Yeah, Max, yeah. you fancy. <laughs> they don't you even accept say. Amex everywhere. I know they don't. <laughs> and, um, I'll never forget. I didn't know you had to pay an annual fee just to use it. So try to use it. And they, they gave me the phone. Somebody <laughs> on the phone for you. <laughs> you, you owe us. <laughs> Yeah, you haven't paid your annual fee. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> she said, "Who said that?" But you know what I'm saying. But uh, but just have a conversation. But if you got someone that's not good with money, then you can't follow that same trait. Yeah, right. So you got to look. Why for do you think else. that? Like, why is it so hard? Like, why do you think black people and like families? Like, why is it so hard for us to talk about money? You don't want nobody else to know what you got. Because one of my things is, you see somebody driving around with the Mercedes, the big old house. They going home eating ramen. They they can't <laughs> afford to go out to eat. Like you don't know what they struggle with. <laughs> A word. A word. A word. For I'm a just saying, you don't know what everybody. It may look good on the outside. But you really don't know they lights about to get cut off, water about to get cut off. Woo! Like you need 
I mean, a lot of people don't want some, it's just in the black community, it's just something you don't talk about because you don't want everybody to know what you got yeah. or right. what you got going on. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's just a conversation. It's, I, and I hope that like that start, starts to change, right? It's unfortunate that we are riding around in Mercedes and going home and sleeping on the floor and eating ramen. But I feel as if like it, it just has to do with, I think it's like a cultural thing. Like it's, it's something in our culture in which we are just coming into money or like, you know, we're our, our parents and our grandparents are like first generations to go to college and have great jobs. And so I don't know, maybe we are, we see these rappers with materialistic things on social media. So then all of a sudden we want these same materialistic things. I, it's just, I, I hope- don't know. I never was. You don't see them? <laughs> I used to, but I used to spend my paycheck when I first went to the military. I get paid on Wednesday. My check was gone by Friday and I was eating $5 pizza for the rest. I had $20 to get through. So maybe it's just like, maybe it's everybody. Like, maybe it's just a thing. Maybe we all just like, I don't know. I mean, like my mom said, though, if you're not like, like what she did for me, my sister gradually like introducing us to, Mm -hmm. all right, you got your first job. You set up your direct deposit, you balance your books. Then you get your credit card. Then you look at loans. Like if someone isn't introducing that to you and you just like dive in, you're like, I got money now. Like, where do you learn that money management? And I try to tell Jazz to put some money in savings. I don't think that ever happened. (laughs) Nope. But I say (laughs) now. I'm going to say, look at you now, now. girl. This is what I said. She listening now. I, I really did not save when I was younger at all. <laughs> but at I still, I only, her. I still only have that five dollars that the bank gives you <laughs> when you open up your account. That's like all, and it's only because they don't let you take it out. If they would give me the five dollars, <laughs> I would only have zero. <laughs> now your aunt Tammy used to save. She used to save her money. My check used to be gone. It, but at least you told her, like, at least that you had that conversation because I don't think I ever had that conversation growing up. And I will say this: I remember. We had, when we graduated and we were out to margaritas with you and I was like, I don't have no job lined up. I got this car note. And this was like my college car. I was like, I got this car. And I'm like, I haven't made about two payments. You were like, girl, Mama Tony said, girl, you make them car payments. Yep. And I was like, and I said, you got to have a car to drive to get to work. First of all, you got to have somewhere to sleep. So that means you got to make your house payment. You got to pay your car payment because you got to get to work. And you got to get back home. And if you got a baby, you got to pay daycare. Amen. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you are messing up your credit. I was yes. like, what is that? You gotta like, I will never forget. Payment. That was life changing for me. I will never forget. She was like, nah, you need and to that's the thing. The, the one thing like student loans, help your co-signer out. Because if you can't make the payment, Why just give them a call. See, now my mama being shady. I missed a couple student loan payments. I'm just saying. Her phone. She a little salty about it, y'all. I was hot. <laughs> now we got to wrap up the episode. Now we got to end the call. <laughs> you got a co-signer. Just give your co-signer a heads up. Because that means I can make the payment. Just give your co-signer a heads up. A heads up. Not... That's all they ask it. You know what? I'm going to tell you what. If you got a perfect credit score and you've never been late on anything, that was a 60-point drop. <laughs> I thought somebody had did something crazy. <laughs> I was. I can still remember getting her, trying to get her on the phone, coming home, how mad I was. <laughs> I cannot. Really outing you. Oh, it's really putting me out. But you know what? That's what we do on this podcast. We keep it honest. But we're good. So, I mean... I didn't- 
Y'all, I just went through a rough time and I just did not pay my student loan payments. I didn't ask my mom for help. She was my co-signer because she was the one with the good credit. And <laughs> she fussed my out. Y'all, why did that hurt? Because I didn't know she was really through a shade. Like I thought she was. No, like, yes. Oh. I knew as soon as she said, as soon as she said co-signer, I was like, oh Lord. Here <laughs> we go. Well, well the so reason why glad. I brought it up is when Cor- telling Corbin to pay her car payment. If yeah. you know that you can't make your pay, if you call your creditor and just right. let them know what's going on, a lot of them will work with you, but people don't realize that. That's a tip. That's a good tip. <laughs> they don't realize that. They just say, I'm just not going to pay it. Right. If you call them and say, they'll say, sometimes they'll let you skip a payment. Right. And it, and it won't. Yep. They do skip a payment. I didn't know that. Yes, they do. Yeah. They will let you skip that payment and it's not going to show on your credit report or anything. Wow. So a conversation to let somebody know, that's how I led into the co-signer thing. But anyway. <laughs> so a conversation will change your life. Yes. <laughs> call your creditors, call your co-signers, let them know. That is a really good tip though. Because people will just tip. get themselves into holes. And, right, and, and you did get yourself in a hole when you could have asked for help in the beginning because they'd rather help you than you right. default on the loan. Yeah, right. right. They That's want it. their money. So. Yes, they want their money. Yeah. That is so curious. Have a conversation about money. Yes. Call your creditors, talk to your friends, talk to your mama, talk to us. Mm-hmm. Talk about money. Talk to your co-signer. Yes, talk to your co-signer. <laughs> Jasmine. <laughs> Y'all. I, I love my baby. <laughs> Thank you, mommy. <laughs> All right, ladies. Any any other questions before we sign off of our first special episode? No, I mean, this I, was great. This was really good. Thanks Thank for you for having me. Thank yeah, you. this was, we appreciate all the gems that you dropped. I also love that we're just like bringing different generations together because, you know, me, Corbin and Raven, we're all in the thick of things right now. But like, obviously you went through what you went through when you were younger, starting your first job at 15 and a half and all that good stuff and finding your way to accounting. So we're so glad to have you on the show. And I definitely learned a couple of things because clearly like you said, I'm listening now. So I'm going to uh, go back and figure out my separate accounts, the his and hers. And we actually have an episode later on coming up about relationships and money. So hopefully by that episode, I can tell y'all how it's going once yeah. I figure out how to separate everything and move stuff around. So and y'all did help me because I started my three-year plan to pay off my credit card. Yes to get debt credit card debt free yes and you started getting more serious about your budget yes yeah because my mama is a bowler y'all she's like professional like she'd be bowling <laughs> and yeah. she is on her budget she's like i'm not gonna be eating and drinking at the bowling alley all yep. the time like yep. certain days certain times and all that good yep. stuff so yep that well, gets expensive yes well, it adds up quickly that's exciting and I will, <laughs> Corbin called me out earlier because m- mommy, you said you cooked for us every night. <laughs> I'm going to get better. And I will talk to my mother after this show about how, a recipe. How, how I'm going to cook every night. <laughs> Literally you don't you know, we, we still had believe. either Friday or Saturday, we would get something. Yeah. But yeah. majority of the time, pretty much cook enchiladas, whatever. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I used to cook a full meal. It was a full meal. Yeah. It was a full meal. 
Now, breakfast was always just, you know, a little boiled yeah. egg, a little Pop-Tart. Yeah. Pop-Tart. I was say Pop-Tarts. <laughs> yeah, y'all not getting the full bacon and eggs and grits and all that. But yeah, but, you know, just little stuff that helps that you don't have to eat out. Right? Yeah. Um, you know, that helps. Like y'all said, it Money. adds up. Yeah. Yeah, it adds up. All right. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in to our very first special episode number one of She's Gotta Save It. Hey, Mama. Thank you again, Mama Tony, for joining us. We love you so much. And we will see you guys soon for episode four. All right. Bye, y'all. Thank you. Save it. Bye, y'all. Bye.